Are you constantly Googling family travel tips, hoping to find that magic formula to make your next trip with the kids smooth and stress-free? Well, you're in the right place. Today, we're not just talking travel tips. We're overhauling how you approach family vacations. Imagine transforming travel days from a stress fest into moments that you actually look forward to. In the next 15 minutes, I'm going to walk you through how early planning, and I mean beyond just packing, can make a world of difference. We'll dive into how making travel prep a family affair can shift your experience from overwhelming to enjoyable. And the unpredictability of what's going to happen when you're traveling with your kids, I've got you covered with practical real-world strategies to handle everything from sudden snack attacks to emotional meltdowns. Stick around because you're about to discover how your next family adventure can be more about creating memories and less about managing mishaps. If that's what you need more of in your life today, you're in the right place. Let's simplify things together. I'm Erin Christopoulos, a mother of two and teacher-turned-mom strategist who puts the pieces of mom life together so you don't have to. I get that you're short on time and don't have the capacity to figure out everything on your own, which is why I'm here, to help you get clear on where to put your focus while protecting your time and energy so you can actually enjoy these years with your little ones. I'm ditching the overwhelming and unrealistic one-size-fits-all tactics and replacing them with an approach that's practical and personal. Because I believe your family is one of a kind with its own qualities and values that deserve an adaptable approach, offering support and encouragement where you need it most. From honest conversations and mindset shifts to practical tips and sustainable strategies, consider this your customizable guide to mom life. With the tools and resources you need at your fingertips, you'll finally have the confidence and clarity you need to bring more intention and ease to everyday life so that you and your family thrive. This is the Mom Life Handbook. So if you've ever felt like family vacations are more work than play, today's episode is here to change that. We're going to explore practical, straightforward ways to make your family travel days not just bearable, but genuinely enjoyable. These are some of my go-to strategies that I've been using for years, and I'm confident that if they work for me, they'll work for you too. So if you're ready to turn these travel troubles into triumphs, let's get started. Now, the first thing that I think too many of us do without even realizing it is assume that the prep for our vacation is going to be something quick and easy. It's not going to take as much time. So we put it off until the last minute because we're always trying to focus on what's most important now and in the moment. But that often sets us up for a little more hassle and frustration than it's worth. You're right that planning for a family vacation does not have to take a lot of time and effort. So I don't think that we need to work too much in terms of strategizing how to save you the time. It's obviously going to take you an hour or two, but the logistics of getting your family out of town shouldn't take you more than an afternoon. But I do think that there are some things that you can account for when you are doing your advanced planning, including starting it sooner. Like when I'm getting my kids packed up for a vacation, we always get it done the weekend before we're departing. 
That way there aren't any last minute scrambles. We have time to add things to the suitcase as we remember them. And it helps just circumvent all the stress. I also recommend creating a comprehensive list ahead of time. That's something you could do even a month out. It's not like you have to make a list and then pack right away. Make a list of of what you know everyone needs to bring and keep adding to it as time goes on. And then by the time you're ready to pack, you already have that task done and you can just get started on grabbing the things that you need. Now, be sure to check back for a bonus episode coming out Friday where I'm going to walk you through my best packing tips to help you get ready for your vacation as efficiently as possible. If you also would like a travel prep guide that includes just a timeline of when could you start prepping for your trip in order to avoid feeling overwhelmed or stressed or hurried, go to momlifehandbook.com slash travel guide. You can download my free planning timeline. It really is something that helps bring a semblance of organization to the process so that it feels a lot easier. And then I also want you to think about before you even leave, what can you do to streamline your arrival? Transitions are hard for our kids. And when we're expecting them to transition into a new environment after a day of travel or even just a couple of hours, it helps so much if you can have like a first day kit put together to help ease that transition upon arrival. You know, make sure that at the top of the suitcase or in your carry-on bag, make sure it has some familiar things in it. Like if your child sleeps with a sound machine or a favorite stuffy, make sure that's in there. Surprise them with one of their favorite books or an activity they really enjoy, something that they play with a lot at home. Throw in some of their favorite snacks. And also, I want you to flesh out a very basic timeline for that day just to ensure that all the essentials are met. Have you accounted for where you're going to eat when you get there? Are there any time changes that are going to disrupt your child's sleep? It's already so disruptive for them to try to sleep in a new environment. And then when you add on time change, it can be that much harder. So if you can just anticipate what your timeline might look like, it helps you then also know what you need to prepare for in advance. Trust me, that timeline is not going to play out perfectly. Let it be really rough. Um, but some planning and anticipation is going to go a long way here. I also want you to think about how can you bring a team mindset to your family travel? I feel like so often all this prep can really default to us as moms. And it's really important that if that is not serving you and your family well, that you shift the narrative and you shift the approach. Just because things have been done one way in the past doesn't mean that they have to continue to be done that way moving forward if it's not working for you and your family. So the first thing is make sure that you're communicating with your partner about what is or isn't working about family travel well in advance of your departure. And quite honestly, before you even really start prepping for the trip, this is your opportunity to set the tone for collaboration in an effort to make this really be a trip where you're not stressed out because when you are stressed out, the whole family feels that, your partner included. So if you can have a conversation in advance about how you want to feel and what you would like to bring to the table for your family when you're traveling together and even get feedback from your partner on well, what do you want the experience to be like, 
can help you together get really clear on the experience you want to have. And from there, it can just make it easier to then say, well, in order to have this experience for us, these were some things that are on my mind that I'm worried are going to get in the way of us having that experience together. And then from there, figure out some of these things actually don't matter that you're worrying about. Maybe you can just forget them all together. Or maybe there are a few things that your partner is willing to take on. And then also involve the kids. Travel is such a great opportunity for your kids to develop their self-sufficiency and their independence and build their self-confidence. Involve them in the planning and in the packing. And also be sure to communicate with them ahead of time what they can expect. You know, if you're flying, there's a lot of moving parts. My kids know because we have this conversation every single time before we go into the airport and the drive there, they always get the reminder. You stay with mom and dad, you follow directions quickly, and you're responsible for your things and no complaining. It's okay if there's a problem. Let's talk about it. We're not complaining about it. And it's so routinized for our family. The kids can say it to me before I even say it to them. And they think it's a fun little game. So make sure that you are communicating clearly to the kids what they can expect in a fun, collaborative way so that they feel like they are sharing in this experience with you and that they're making a contribution to how everything plays out. And I promise you, this is a conversation you can start having with your kids as toddlers. This is not something that is exclusive for older kids. Use this as your opportunity for family bonding and creating a spirit of shared responsibility because it's the sum of the parts that create the experience. And then another thing I want you to think about is how can you be embracing unpredictability? Sometimes I find that it's more frustrating to deal with the hiccups of travel because we didn't anticipate them or we were just kind of hoping they wouldn't happen. And then when they do, it's just that much harder to face the music and get through the bumps. But if you can embrace unpredictability by anticipating it and trying your best to roll with it, you're going to find that you're a lot less stressed and overwhelmed in those situations. I put a quick list together for you that I want to run through of some of the needs that you could anticipate now in order to be more successful in responding to those needs when they crop up. Because the thing is, our kids are so unpredictable. There are a lot of factors that play into their level of cooperation, enthusiasm, and interest, especially when it relates to travel. So if we can anticipate some of these things, I think you'll find that it helps you and your whole family to enjoy your time together even more because you can often get ahead of these things or be really responsive in the moment because you plan for them. So the first is tiredness. Remember, your kids are not only dealing with disrupted schedules, they might be fighting jet lag. So I want you to think about what can you do to plan quiet times in your day? This might even just mean having a plan for where you can go when you're spending a lot of time in crowds or in noisy spaces. Can you identify ahead of time where there are some quiet places where you can take your child when they're overwhelmed or tired so they can just have some quiet downtime and rest? Obviously, if you can also get them back to your hotel room or your rental in order for them to actually get some space and quiet, that's awesome. But I know that's not always feasible. So just be aware if your child seems tired, it's okay to give them permission to have a few moments of peace and quiet. 
it will ultimately allow them to recharge and then get back into all the action. And also, if you can, I know it's hard when we're traveling, plan on an earlier than usual bedtime when possible. Your days are action-packed. Your kids are going to be exhausted. There's so much newness that they're taking in and processing. And again, their schedules are off. So when you combine all those factors together, it can really set them up for a harder time when it comes to being cooperative. So if you can do everything to support that tendency to be tired quickly, it will help offset some of the behaviors that are less than desirable. Also, it's easy for eating patterns and to be disrupted during travel. So do what you can to anticipate hunger. For me, I know my kids probably are going to need something to eat every three or four hours. So usually a breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then two snacks in the day. Do what you can to pack snacks more than you think you'd need. It's okay if you have extra snacks at the end of the trip. Do what you can to book a room with a fridge or a kitchenette so that you can have access to maybe a stove or a microwave. These things make a lot of difference in terms of being able to make foods for your kids that are going to nourish them and sustain them through the activities that your family is going to be engaging in while you're out of town. Also, one of my favorite things to do is to order grocery pickup or delivery to be ready for the day of your arrival. So sometimes I'll do this a day or two before we leave. Sometimes I'm doing it like on the airplane on the way to our destination. It really makes the difference, especially if you're arriving at your destination really late at night and you want to have food for breakfast in the morning, or if you know that you're going to be flying during lunchtime and then you know how it goes once you land. It's just kind of like you just want to get to your destination. So you try to push through it. And so if you can just swing through Target and pick up some groceries or have Amazon deliver the groceries to your doorstep, it makes all the difference in the world. And then also remember that it's easier for our kids to become overstimulated. Travel really overloads the nervous system and it puts our kids into a stress state more easily than they normally would. So do what you can to support them. If you can, bring noise-canceling headphones if you're going to be in noisier or crowded spaces. Even sometimes restaurants can be really loud. If your child responds well to having little fidget toys, you could bring those or comfort objects. And be generous with hugs, modeling deep breathing, and prioritizing those quiet breaks. All of those are going to make such a big difference in helping your child keep their nervous system regulated. And with that, when our children are exhausted, hungry, and overstimulated, they have a harder time with their emotional regulation. Again, that means their ability to tolerate any given feeling. So when they are tired, hungry, or overstimulated, their tolerance for emotions that they don't like is decreased. So you may notice that your child is whining more frequently or melting down. When you see that, try to see past the behavior and look for the intent or the message behind it. What is their body trying to communicate to you? It probably is saying that there's an unmet need that has been overlooked. When our nervous systems are in overdrive, communication is one of the first things to shut down. So I want you to ask yourself, what do they need right now? What is their behavior trying to communicate to me? It will help you 
feel less reactive and more supportive and will get you to a solution more quickly that is going to help diffuse the situation, support their needs, and get everyone back on track more quickly. And then also, one of the best things that you can do when anticipating these hiccups is to have a mindset of flexibility. It is so important to be adaptable when you are traveling. And it really has the ability to turn your potential weaknesses and breaking points into strengths. For example, don't overpack your agenda. Aim for one to two activities a day. Leaving room for rest or spontaneous activities if your kids are up for it. Don't expect everyone to have to do everything. It's okay if some of you hang back while others go out. You have plenty of out there opportunities to spend time with one another in meaningful ways without it having togetherness 24-7. And then be clear on your values. Why are you spending this time away? Is it time together that you're seeking? Sometimes just being in a new environment alone is what allows for that. Whereas if you were at home, you might be more distracted or less connected. So as much as it's nice to go out and sightsee and explore, maybe get clear on is that exactly why you're getting out of town or is it really that you want to just be together and sometimes that helps me be more flexible in the moment when my kids are not up for going out for another excursion and remembering that well I'm just really happy that we're getting this time together it's okay if we spend it back here at the hotel so if you can reflect on what is really important to you and your family in this experience I think it sometimes gives us permission to not have to try to do it all and ends up resulting in a better experience for everyone. So remember, our focus is on proactive preparation, do what you can to plan in advance, streamline your arrival so that everyone transitions more smoothly, take on a team mindset and travel, communicate with your partner ahead of time, involve the kids, let them know that they play an important role in this experience for the family they matter and can make all the difference. And then be prepared to embrace unpredictability. Anticipate your child's needs and be flexible in the moment. And remember, if you want that family vacation prep guide, just head to momlifehandbook.com slash travel guide. It's totally free and it's such a handy download that you will use time and again over the years. Now, if you found this episode helpful to you, I have one quick favor to ask. Will you please consider sharing your experience as a review? As a thank you, I'd like to invite three lucky listeners each week to a private one-on-one coffee chat with me. This is a great chance to get to know one another, for you to ask questions, and to just connect mom to mom. If you are interested in leaving a review of the show and also enter into this giveaway, all you have to do is head to Mom Life Handbook on Instagram and DM me the word review. This is something that takes 30 seconds. I give you everything you need to make this as quick as possible. I'll send you the link so you know exactly where to go. I even give you three ideas of what you could say in your review. And then all you have to do is respond with a screenshot of your review and you'll be entered to win. And there's lots of time left in the year and you are welcome to enter weekly. So each new review that you leave each week counts as a new entry as long as you DM it to me. So I have a copy of it and I know to include you. I really enjoyed starting the Mom Life Handbook podcast this year, and I think that this is a great way to give back to the community, especially to the listeners who are most invested in this show right along with me. So 
Thank you for your consideration. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts on the podcast. And remember, I'll be back on Friday with a bonus episode with my best tips for packing for your family vacation. So make sure you hit the follow button or subscribe button so that you have that podcast episode land right in your library as soon as it goes live. And as we wrap up this week's episode, remember, mom life is complex, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Here's to leading with purpose and intention as you simplify mom life in the week ahead. You've just finished another episode of the Mom Life Handbook podcast. Remember to check out the episode description for all the important links and highlights from today's show. While you're there, tap the subscribe button so that new episodes are always at your fingertips. Before you go, I'd really appreciate hearing your thoughts about the show. It takes as little as 30 seconds to leave a review and your honest thoughts help me create a better show and help other moms discover it too. And if this episode really helped you out, go ahead and hit the share button to text it to a friend or share it on social media. You never know who in your life might benefit from a little extra support. Don't forget, there are lots of ways to stay connected beyond the podcast. Head over to momlifehandbook.com for additional resources or to learn about how to work with me. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at momlifehandbook. Send me a DM to say hey or to share your thoughts on today's episode. Connecting with you personally is what I really love most. And just in case you need to hear it today, you're doing an incredible job. I know it doesn't always feel like it, but you're here learning how to be better and do better. Keep working to bring more intention and ease into your life and know that I'm right here cheering you on. You're creating a beautiful journey for you and your family. I am so proud of you. <laughs>